0: On ninety-three seven the ticket and the ticketfm.com Old School on a Monday. Welcome in to ninety-three seven the ticket to ticketfm.com. The gang is back. Everybody's back. We've got everything going on this weekend. Husker baseball, Husker softball, NBA playoffs, NFL draft starting this week. It's just a it's just a crazy week full of sports. Welcome into old school, uh, brought to you by Sandhills Global. Sandhills Global is looking to fill hundreds of new openings in sales, traveling sports, software development, web design, and more. Career and internship opportunities are available at the global headquarters in Lincoln. Apply today at sandhills.jobs. DP, the busiest
1: man in the world. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, wait a minute. Hey, <laughs> you, <what? laughs> stay here at 11:30 uh, uh, for for three weeknights, and then coming on the weekends, both days, and then tell me I'm busy. You Jay are. Foreman, the man of many miles. You know, he's everywhere. Does, do we know where where, where Jay? No. Jay just
0: disappears, and then he'll call us. Like uh,
1: he fades into the back yeah. back bushes, and then we go, oh. Well,
0: he puts on his black suit, puts on his puts on his glasses, and then he disappears yeah, into the darkness.
1: That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Like that's, yeah, how that's it,
0: cool. I'll, I'll take that.
1: That's the get down. So you know, I listen. I I, I had a great weekend with um, all the stuff going on. Um, I did want to uh, give a shout out because uh, in the refrigerator for you guys, Jay. You familiar with Heavenly Waffles? Uh, no. Rico, never heard of it. Okay, so I was introduced to this to this by Brant Banks and Nuri. Uh and really, they they said, "Hey, we got a we got we got some we got a guy coming in that's gonna make waffles." So I'm like, I'm just not really a waffle dude, so I'll get excited for you, but it's gonna tie into the pancakes theory, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Dan and his wife Kathy came in here. Went in the sales office, plugged in a couple of waffle makers, pulled out a bag, a box of different goodies and squirtable items, and and then proceeded to put together the greatest combination of waffles I have ever been around. Jay Foreman, this dude took the waffle First of all, uh, the waffles are perfect. Yeah, if
2: you if you if you're if you're traveling on a waffle maker, perfect. You know what you're doing. Yeah, you know what you're doing.
1: Well, he, it's also so apparently they feed the team down at the training table, so they make the waffles, the custom waffles down there.
2: Oh, I got you.
1: And let me tell you, yesterday I was in heaven. I was in heaven. Dude, drizzle to you. Dude, or drizzle. It for you, I, I mean. was like, okay, so you know, I just want to say thank you.
0: DP was floating on air.
1: Oh, like, you know, you the itis for real?
0: Yeah. It's the carb high, man. <laughs> Ruins Four. your day.
1: Oh, it was amazing.
0: It was amazing. Couldn't do anything the rest of the day. Yeah. We were just waffle high. Yeah.
1: Um, we we haven't had much opportunity to shout out the baseball team. Put up 20 runs yesterday. Bravo. Home runs for everybody.
0: Yeah. Bryce Matthews with a bat flip.
1: Yeah. Bryce, uh, banjo off. Like got Cam Chick. Beautiful. We finally got it done in a way that they, you know. Um. So shout out. Uh,
0: they were making up for all the runs that they didn't score.
1: Right. Women's softball to 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 bounce back. They finally had the streak broken, but then they figured out a way to come from behind and get get it done yesterday. Six four went over Wisconsin. Um. Good. Uh, there's tons of track information. I want to I want to shout out because last night Jay they had the award ceremony, athlete, you know, athletic department award ceremony. So I, I want to take a second and go through some of what this was. Right um, for all the awards. Um, Andy Jacobs from Women's Track and Dylan LeClaire Men's Gymnastics were the most coveted awards. Um, male and female student-athletes of the year. Billy Andrews, uh, best female athlete. Ridge Lovett, who finished second uh, in the country in wrestling, um, was also the male athlete. Of the year, Lexi Rodriguez uh, was the newcomer of the year. Um, as well um, top to bottom a lot of, 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 of the awards especially for the folks at the uh, on the Sam Fultz uh, leadership hero leadership award a lot of names that we are familiar with as well there uh, Gwen Mahea from uh, in the pocket uh, got hers Kenzie Davis from gymnastics um, of course Alexi Alexi got her award um, up and down Bryce Matthews got the hero leadership award for baseball so for the folks that that family up and partner up with the ticket, congratulations on your good work, your great season, um, across the board. So there's that. Jay, we are three days away from the NFL draft, and I I, I want to set your mind for nine o'clock in your head. I, I, I'm going. We're going to go into what it's like the week of the draft for, 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 athletes. You've gone through it. Right. I want you to, 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 to load up with, uh, what this week is like for them. And then I know that you were fired up when it comes to NIL.
2: So, oh, I'm not, yeah. I so mean, let's,
1: let's, let's, let's get into that pool now, if you yeah. would.
2: I mean, I don't have a problem. I mean, I understand it's, I mean, it's no different than uh, when I was in Houston. I always tell the story about we signed a free agent that we had a, you know, uh, not the, you know, the best, you know, scouting report on. Now, maybe, that, you know, he, you know, changed, he played, had a good year. But, you know, I think, you know, it's it's a, uh, I don't think it's a buyer's market. It's a consumer's market, um, and the timing is everything. So, it's supply and demand. If there's you know three teams that need a you know say like a pass rusher then and there's only one in the in the like portal or that you can get with some uh history of being a good football player then the you know the price tag goes up um yes it's unregulated but that's just the way it is you know right now until somebody some governing body really steps up and starts to regulate it but then you got to make sure you're willing to hold people accountable because um you know, I think maybe that's where people have a little bit of issue, but, you know, look, at the end of the day, um, you know, of course, there's, it's just natural. To, there's jealousy in the workplace. Right. So say you work for a corporation and say Jay Foreman gets a promotion, but I haven't really earned it. But, you know, I might know the right people. Right. Um, or my uncle or something like that used to work at the company. You see that all the time. It's been going on forever. Now there's a huge price tag with these young kids it's it's a little different because you're sitting in the locker room and maybe you know the dynamics of or, or you feel that you know the dynamics of the team and where were where, you know you're at as a as a whole you know football team and understanding that you know maybe your role has not been defined or you haven't had a chance and then somebody that comes in that you're thinking like he you know isn't better than me or that much better than me and he's getting you know, say three hundred times than what you're getting in an NIL deal. You know, um, some teams have to deal with. it. I said it last year. I think teams that haven't won much have to deal with it. We have to deal with it uh, uh, differently than say Alabama because they're winning. So accepting a lesser role, accepting a lesser NIL deals versus, for like say Bryce Young or somebody like that is just part of the deal. But it, it, the whole picture, what they're what what you what is missing is and what a lot of these kids don't understand and a lot of, maybe I don't know if this has been articulated to, you know, the, you know, teams throughout the nation is the, the more you win, everybody eats when you're not winning. It's like crabs in a barrel. Now I I get it. You know, um, you know, if you're there and you put in the work and stuff like that, but I think you, look, man, it's one of the most, the most effective things that you have to be able to do. Is get the players to trust you as much as you got to trust them to show up every single day and work hard? How do you get them to trust them if you you have to be clear in your communication um, steadfast in, in what you got what you're doing for players you know Nil you know on the NIL front, whether it's a you know what's already guaranteed for them or what they can earn or it's more of a earn then you get this so, you know you got to have a detailed plan. Because it's no different than having a conversation about playing time. If if Rico knows why he's not playing and, and and why he's playing like one series versus DP's playing two or three, he might not like it, but he knows why he's playing one series and how he can get two series.
1: And he also knows why I'm getting nil deals and he isn't.
2: Right. Well, that that's all. It's all kind of packaged in. And then you got to be. Then you got to make sure that those things that you're articulated to particular players or situations. That are constantly evaluated. Um, maybe sometimes there, it's a compromise, but then also the communication has to be clear and effective across the board. It does, and and that's now that's not going to solve the problem. It'll ease the problem, um, and it's just you know. Is it
1: really that much? So this is what this is where, where
2: I don't. I don't think I, it's that I, much I of a know, problem. Like but, I, I mean, was, I'm just saying, if it is a problem, the problem doesn't necessarily fall at the players.
1: Right. Like, I understood when I went from Northern Virginia to Richmond that there were people on the team in the program who were local, who had parents who were also a part of the university, who had money in the community, who were going to get more perks and benefits than I did because they were known. Now. It made no sense for me to be jealous or envious about it because it just was. I had other stuff to work on. I had to work on me.
2: Right. You you can be upset. You can be jealous or whatever. But at the end of the day, let's get back to the point of okay. Well, then I'm going to show you. Right. You're eventually, you're, you're going to get an opportunity. So I'm going to show you. Then I'm a, I My mindset is like once I show you, you're going to pay me double time. Yeah, I took. So I,
1: I took. I took their jobs.
2: You know. So the, I beat I mean, them
1: out because. I knew that was the only, like, I had to be twice as good as they were to play.
2: But sometimes when you've, so a lot of the youth think they need to be congratulated, compensated, X, Y, and Z for showing up. Showing up is what gets your scholarship check to clear. Being a good player and a great player is what you get compensated for in theory. Right. Yeah. Um, and need goes in there too, obviously, because if you need a you know, a D line if you need somebody, then you gotta you know, they got you kinda cornered. Now you're not gonna sell your soul for it, but you also know that you're not, you know, um, negotiating with as much leverage as you'd like. And so that's just the way way it is, you know, is um and look, you know, when you have quite frankly, I would've liked to see Damian Daniels stay, I would have liked to see Thomas come back. We wouldn't be having this conversation about an interior guy, regardless if Casey Rogers was here. Right. We'd be talking about the depth. We'd be talking about, um, you know, who's going to step up, say, opposite of Damian Daniels and say even Thomas, you know, whether it be Ty or or Casey. And then the young guys can come along a little slower. But that's not the situation. Um, and so, look, at the end of the day, um, the NIL deal, NIL is a really affected, you know, college football or any college football every or college sports everywhere. But at the end of the day, come Saturday. You got to play, because as fast as you think those NIL deals and a lot of it's probably it's like contracts. A lot of it's not fully, you know, they're not giving you a two two hundred fifty dollars fifty thousand dollar check or whatever it is. And maybe they are, but you know, if you're not playing, your NIL opportunities go. If you're not playing good, your NIL opportunities are going to be short lived. Yeah. And so, you know, thinking long term is probably the best thing to do. Yes, the, You know, I read a thing where Oklahoma said they're or Supposedly, you're prepared to play to pay everybody, every scholarship athlete or on the football team. I don't know if a scholarship, but you know, fifty thousand dollars a year. Um, you know, to kind of they're you know it's, they're trying to separate themselves from or get on the same level as when they're going into the SEC. You know, so you know adjustments need to be made, but you know it's easier to make those adjustments when you you know figure in some wins. But you know, like a, you know Siple was saying earlier about a coach. You know, he's not going out recruiting because he's got to re-recruit the dudes on your roster. You got to do that every year. I mean, I remember being number one on the depth chart, and we signed uh, Tony Ortiz, who was the – at that time it was USA Today All-American, like the number one outside linebacker recruit. You know, Coach Samuel had to call me up and say, hey, Chief, this is the way it goes. Um, nothing's given to anybody. You know, you're you know, you're know number one for a reason, so it's up to you to to handle your business. Did I like it? No. Did I want to be comfortable where – You know, I could show up to the stadium every day and know that, you know, I wasn't getting pushed. Sure, that'd be great. But did it really work out for me long term or would it have worked out the same long term? Who knows? But it worked out for me being understanding and knowing um, I had to adapt a different different mentality. Like you're nobody's going to give you. You got to take it from me. And I felt like obviously it worked out that I was better so forth and so on um and it's something that pushed me you know from there now if there's nil then i probably would have been compensated for it but at the end of the day regardless of what i did as a as a linebacker i wasn't going to be compensated nil um deals the same as say like tommy frazier when we played you know Amon green or the scott frost or even like on the defensive side grant or jason peter or uh say the brown brothers because they had their deal you know that yeah i mean was i just as important sure but that's just the way it is you know and um
1: it tends to work itself.
2: It'll work itself out, and look, if you start winning, then every everything you know, sends it will work itself out. But at the end of the day, the focus needs to be on being the best player you can be. Because say you bring in a guy with a, for for what you don't like is nil, and then he ends up say he's starting. Well, say you know they go out there and
1: pop a hamstring. Right. There's no look. There's no guarantee. The the, the deals that are done in the offseason season but, are are there. It, really, I mean, you you did what you needed to do. Injuries happen. Well, there well, are no well, guarantees for any of this stuff.
2: No, but I'm saying, to say if you're backing up a guy that you that you think that you're better than, but he has and he has a better nil deal, right? And so you know, there's two ways to do it. Like when I coach, when you're when somebody's mad about a call or just not playing well, okay, you're mad, all right. So that's already that's guaranteed. That you're mad. So do something positive or let it be the negative. Right. So a negative in this case would be that I'm not studying my tape, I'm not doing my homework, and I'm and not then, ready. And then I'm not ready. And then oop, DP pulls a hammy. Okay, well then I wasn't. I was in my feelings because I got. Then I got to go tell Rico. I got to tell Jake. I got to tell Simple all about how I'm getting done wrong yeah. and I'm not doing what I do need to do myself. The end, and then I get out there and I your don't. Your
1: work will show. It always does. Right. It just always does. Uh, we will toward the break. Rico, coffee.